0: Welcome back deserving listeners and dedicated study warriors. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about gatekeeping. And according to Bernard and Goodyear 2004, um, gatekeeping is basically uh, one of the most significant yet less objective roles of counselor educators where they determine their students' personal ethical and emotional suitability to the practice, or as we like to call it, gatekeeping. And gatekeeping is important because it's the way that we prepare students for future as mental health providers and counselor educators are responsible for academic and skill-based competence of counselors in training. Two very important citations to know about gatekeeping include K-Krep 2016, and the ACA Code of Ethics 2014, which both state that counselor educators are required to serve as gatekeepers for the counseling profession. And the ACA Code of Ethics holds that in terms of gatekeeping and remediation, there's an ongoing evaluation. Supervisors are aware of supervisee limitations that might impede performance. And supervisors assist supervisee in securing remedial assistance when it is needed. Uh, The ACA Code of Ethics also recommends dismissal from training programs, applied counseling settings and state or voluntary professional credentialing processes when those supervisees are unable to demonstrate that they could actually provide competent professional services to these students. The ACA code of ethics also state that supervisors should seek consultation and document all decisions to dismiss or refer students for assistance. Um, and they ensure that supervisees are aware of options that are available to address such issues. So to specify the definition on gatekeeping, gatekeeping is defined as the initial and ongoing academic skill and dispositional assessment of students' competencies for professional practice, including remediation and termination as appropriate. The term impairment, which is important to know, is defined as a significantly diminished capacity to perform the professional uh, functions. So we learned a little bit about what ACA Code of Ethics states. Uh, now I wanna jump into what K. Crep states regarding gatekeeping and assessments of students. And remember, KCREP is 2016, the citation, and KCREP states that counselor education program faculty must assess systematically each student's progress throughout the program, um, and progress can be examined through student learning, in relation to a combination of knowledge and skills. So this assessment includes being able to identify key performance indicators, measuring students' learning conducted via multiple measures and multiple points, and a review of analysis or data. KCREP also states that counselor education faculty must systematically assess each student's professional dispositions throughout the program. And disposition uh, includes identifying key professional um, elements of dispositions, measuring students' professional dispositions over multiple points in time, and reviewing and, again, and, uh, analyzing the data. Um, and counselor education faculty can do this in a systematic way in order to retain, remediate, or dismiss. After KCREP, one important citation to know, and this is from Okesh and Rubel, 2019, uh, and the chapter on gatekeeping. Okesh and Rubel state that ACA and KCREP charge counselor educators and program with gatekeeping. And in terms of gatekeeping and working with students, impairment must be longly documented um, in areas like counseling, psychology, and social work. And they also point to the fact that uh, KCrep understands that counselors serve as gatekeeping gate, gatekeepers. Uh, and according to Okesh and Rubel 2019, most of the literature on gatekeeping focuses on practices of gatekeeping as well as litigation. It's really important to think about litigation, which is mostly focused on counselor educators who exercise their role as gatekeepers for the profession and also enforcing ethical standards such as, and for example, discrimination against clients uh, and client welfare, for example, LGBTQ plus clients. Oakesh and Rubel also state the importance between knowing key differences between counselor impairment and counselor competent. Uh, competence, excuse me. So the difference between impairment and competence. As it is applied to ADA, it's advised that counselor educators shift from impairment to problematic behavior and also use competence-based models for student evaluation so that you could avoid legal problems. When counselor educators hesitate to apply gatekeeping, it may result in problematic behavior um, and Counselor Trainee Development, and it, it is estimated according to Okesh and Rubel, 2019 that uh, students uh, in counselor educational programs may be professionally or per- personally unfit for the profession at a 10% rate. Um, and early gatekeeping measures that could help include admission protocols, including interviews, academics um, as well. One key citation from this chapter states that it's really important when in gatekeeping to, quote, pay attention to your gut, trust your instincts, and be proactive and document everything while at the same time consulting with others and relying on your team. Um, and when we think of, uh, gatekeeping, it's really important to think about problems of professional competence, not impairment, because it specifies assessing proficiency rather than some sort of uh, diagnosis. Um, There are also some best practices that are outlined, including systematic ongoing evaluation, standards about academic process, and thorough documentation, as well as a reliance on ethical and legal dilemmas. Um, one other chapter that's really important uh, to, to note uh, is Haddock and uh, Whitman, um, and in this chapter, they state that gatekeeping can be exercised by de- denying admission, an acceptable assignment of grades in courses, um, but every sincere effort must be made to help students improve through remediation. Because gatekeeping is not only important for the clients in public, but also for other students and or trainees. Um, Another key element of gatekeeping, uh, Goodrich, Goodrich 2013, involves culturally responsive interventions and how privileged statuses and social location of counselor educators influence the gatekeeping process. So, for example, what safeguards are in place to ensure that gatekeeping is culturally responsive. Um, So they recommend group systems approach to addressing problematic behaviors so that there's a greater understanding of the forces that affect student behavior, looking at the system as a whole, um, looking at the intrapersonal system, uh, just to ensure that there's due process for all students. And to ensure due process in terms of gatekeeping for all students forest et al 1999 recommends five tips for programs so five tips include first establish a written program descriptions including reason for termination second perform routine written and or evaluations by faculty third provide written prescriptions for remediation with expected behavioral changes timeline um, and specifics. Fourth, establishing a notification process for dismissal. And finally, establishing procedures that permit the student to appeal um, a decision to dismiss.